collecting every coin so you don't have to. Infendo Radio is on now. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Infendo Radio. This is episode number 452. This is the 25th of July, the final episode of the month. So that's exciting. Um, there's going to be an outtakes track soon, so I'm excited for that one. Um, if you are a patron, of course. But um, let's not get ahead of ourselves. We've got a great show uh, in line for you right now. Um, I've got everybody here with me. How are you doing tonight, Lucas? I'm doing just dandy, my friend. I've been hand signing along with everything you've been saying. My life is good. My strife is hood, by which I mean it's under the hood and you can't see it. And my wife is currently someone I don't know, probably. But that's a story for in the future. <laughs> All right. I, I, I'll hit you on episode 553. We'll figure out what's goes. going on with the wife situation. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Steve, how is your wife situation going? <laughs> well, if it wasn't for my wife situation, my Wi-Fi situation would be awful right now. So thank God for that. That was impressive. And yeah, I'm, I I don't even know where to go from that because that was good. That was wit right Justin, there. Justin, give us He's a pun that's Justin. better than that. <laughs> yeah, no, y'all broke me. I was already barely there to begin with tonight. So, uh, well, the pun... I had something lined up. I was thinking about something, and it's gone. <laughs> No puns, no raps. We'll we'll ke- check back in after Nintendo's. Um, this week, check in uh, after my we... coffee. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this week we actually have um, no news for you because it's kind of been a slow news week. So we've actually got a, a round table in line for you. But before we get there, um, if you're watching us live on YouTube, hit that like button if you like what we're talking about here today. If you really love us, give us that subscribe button. We'll give you a big old kiss. Mm, we love you. Um, other than that, go to Infender.com, check out all the cool stuff we're doing. All right, um, Steve is going to lead us into our roundtable right after this break. All right, so we are going to be roundtabling tonight, as we discussed earlier. And, um, well, I'm actually going to let Steve bring us into the roundtable proper because he and Lucas... We're t- discussing it, I believe, over a gaming session the other night. So, yeah, Steve, why don't you talk to yep. uh, the people about what we're going to be talking about? So, what? Lucas and I had a conversation last night. Yeah, every time I get up, that she takes we my really seat. wish we would have recorded. Um, it came to Lucas's attention in a dream that in a dream <laughs> that uh, my my history with Zelda is a little bit stunted. I don't have the same appreciation for Zelda that I should for somebody my age. Mm-hmm. And, like, for instance, Justin and I think very differently on Zelda because of my history with it. Um, and I told Lucas a story that I don't think I've shared on the show that I wanted to go ahead and share tonight. And that's kind of what it is. What? is it's kind of a history uh-huh. of me and Nintendo, like, you know, how I... Basically, the consoles I had growing up, and why I'm more familiar with the Zeldas that I'm familiar with. So, so we before, were talking. Before yes. you before you start off on your portion of the segment then, basically the roundtable discussion this week is going to be like change the system lifetime edition. Like, <laughs> right. like our entire lives worth of what games we've been playing. 
Oh, I thought right. you were talking like Lifetime Television Network. I was confused. <laughs> God, worst God, network said that That's out what there. our association with that word is. I caught you playing <laughs> yep. Jingles Rosie <laughs> Rupeyland. <laughs> God. So, I grew up with a Nintendo, and I grew up with a Game Boy. Um, the Nintendo games that I had growing up, we had the three-pack that had Mario Brothers, Duck Hunt, and that uh, track and field game. And we had Anticipation, which was kind of like Pictionary for the Nintendo. Antisa. I know I've used that game on Nintendo before. Patient. Oh, jeez. There <laughs> it is. I forgot about that. <clears throat> and then I did a lot of Blockbuster growing up. So that's where Fester's Quest comes from, because I remember playing that one a lot growing up. Uh, Marble Madness, some of the other games that I used to play. Um, I had quite a few Game Boy games, but I'm not really going to go into those because that's not really where it was an interesting conversation. Um, I got a Super Nintendo for Christmas one year, but the Super Nintendo I got was bundled with Donkey Kong Country 1. That's how late into the life cycle I got the Super Nintendo. Um, the only Super Nintendo games I owned were the Donkey Kong Trilogy, the, well, the Country Trilogy. Um, I had Killer Instinct, and I think I had one other game. Um, I know I eventually bought Mario World, I eventually bought Mario RPG, but it wasn't until much later that I played those games. And <clears throat> the Nintendo 64 I actually didn't even buy until after the GameCube came out. So when I went back and bought the N64, I bought it basically with Mario 64, Donkey Kong 64, and Pokemon Stadium 1 and 2. And that was my entire collection of those. So I really didn't get heavy in Nintendo, in Nintendo excuse me, um, until around the GameCube. Like, the first time I played The Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time was on The Legend of Zelda Collector's Edition for GameCube. And I nearly beat Majora's Mask on that same disc. And then Wind Waker came out, and I actually got that one day one. <clears throat> and so Wind Waker is really the first 3D Zelda that I really enjoyed. Um, and because of that, um, Twilight Princess for me is what Ocarina of Time probably is for Justin. Twilight Princess was the Zelda that I knew and loved, but really growing into a nice, you know, decent looking um, GameCube game. You know, because that was kind of top of the line back then. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I don't know. Like, and then, of course, you know, I had the GameCube. I got I got the Wii. I fought for it, you know, in the first three months it was out. Um, I actually, I think I was at least dating my wife when that came out. Um, I'd have to go back and do the math. But I remember we got a Wii. And, you know, I had all the Wii games. And I've been really heavy into Nintendo since. But it really, I really didn't set into Nintendo until the days of the GameCube. So I'm curious, you know, because obviously that's why I know a lot of the newer games. And I had a fairly extensive Game Boy collection and Game Boy Advance because I started buying those systems with allowance. So I'm a lot more familiar with those. But I'm curious to see how similar you guys are to how I grew up with Nintendo, if that makes sense. Because me and Lucas kind of talked about it and... I'm very much like Lucas in what I know about Nintendo games. It's just, it's weird for me because you're <clears throat> older, older than Eugene. Right. But like, right, right. whereas for me, my childhood games, which I'll talk about more in my segment, were like 
Ocarina of Time and then Wind Waker and stuff. You, like, started off on Wind Waker. So, like, you have, like, right. a 20-year-old's, like, video game history despite being right. in your 30s, which is kind of uh-huh. kind of cool, actually. Kind of different from a which lot is, of people I talk to. Which is right. probably why I've always assumed you're younger. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> Right. Yeah, and a lot a lot of people do too. So I don't know if one of you guys wants to take it next, but like I say, Lucas and I just found that interesting. We had a really good discussion about it last night, and I got thinking today as I was driving around, it would make an awesome roundtable for today. I mean, I already started talking, so if you guys don't mind, yeah, I'll why don't you hit in. it next? Yeah, like anybody who's watched the show knows my video game history, so I'll be brief. But like, yeah, I started early. I started playing games back on the NES, but my first system that was my own was the N sixty four. Um, I, I had some games on the Super Nintendo, but largely, like, my dad played games, so I just played whatever he had, and that was how I, like, got a taste for video gaming. Um, but, yeah, I, I distinctly, I don't remember getting an N64, I distinctly remember getting a GameCube, and picking up Luigi's Mansion, and that was, like, my first actual, like, hey, you bought a game, like, that's cool, but, um... Yeah, pretty much. I, I just I had a much like younger perspective for video games. And I think a much more like traditionally nineties kids like video game experience. So like Ocarina of Time, Mario sixty four, those are like the games that I played and the games that I got really heavy into. But um yeah, I, I just I, I don't really know where to go with it short of that. Like my experience I think is much more traditional to anybody who's listening to this who's like my age or even older, because I feel like by the time I was a kid video games were more normal and, like, acceptable. Like, for you guys, it was probably a lot more of, like, yeah, go to the arcade and pop a quarter in the machine and play some Galaga. But, like, (laughs) for me, it was just, like, I have an N64. Why would I want to go to an arcade? Um, I I will say that, and this is just one of my fondest, like, gaming memories, so, and Eugene's going to hate me for it. But um, when I was a kid, I had a short stint where I did, like, a daycare. And we went to an arcade one day, and the game that they had that I tried to play was a PlayStation 1 and a copy, or no, it must have been a, it couldn't have been a PlayStation, it must have been a Dreamcast or whatever that was. It was Sonic Adventure, like the original Sonic Adventure on whatever system that came out on. Dreamcast? That would have been Dreamcast. Dreamcast. Uh Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I couldn't play it, because I was, like, young, and the controller was different from anything I'd used before, and I couldn't get through the boss fight with Chaos. But, like, playing through it for, like, the first time, like, um, it it was like being raised a particular religion in your house and then, like, (laughs) being able to, like, dabble with other religions when you go out on your own. (laughs) Like, all of a sudden, I was playing Sonic, and that was the game that, like, we didn't play because we had Nintendo systems, and I liked it. (laughs) It was the it was a dirty <laughs> game and I got a taste for it and I went down a dark road and like as soon as I remember um, Sonic Adventure two came out and I jumped on it I was like yes I get to play this game and I was like it doesn't remind me of the game I played and that was when I realized I had played one and then one came out and then by the time mm-hmm. Heroes was a thing it was like whoa this is so cool like now they're coming out on my system at the same time as like the other systems but that was just that like whole like. I don't know, vegetarian eating pork rinds for the first time kind of, like, experience for me. <laughs> that was really so memorable. But, yeah, no, I was, I was definitely in the younger side of gaming. Like, I had um, this guy who keeps coming up in conversations that I'm having tonight, uh, my friend who lived down the block, who wanted to tease me about Pokemon. 
who once told me that 10-year-olds can see Pokemon and you just have to turn 10 first. So I was waiting to turn 10. I was like seven. And then um, one time he told me that in order to get a Mew, you had to keep flying back and forth. And there was like a 1% chance that a Mew would show up if you did that. And I, I played oh, so much. I remember that rumor. My, my batteries died. But like, <laughs> like that was the age that like I grew up in was like. It was pre-internet, and, like, you know, everything was Mm -hmm. just coming out. It's like I could still get stuck in, like, weird areas, and, like, there were rumors, and there were gimmicks and stuff. But I was definitely, like, the tail end of it. I was the much, I I think, personally, like, a much prettier era. Like, I don't have a big appreciation for, like, the 8-bit and, like, predecessor arcade stuff. Um, Because it just, it, it wasn't something that I was around for, you know? That's historic to me. But it was a fun time to grow up. It was a good time to be a gamer. That's what I got. Nice. Um, Justin, you want to hit it or you shall I? I'm, I can go. Go ahead. Um, yeah, so, I mean, I've talked about my uh, history before in very broad strokes. Um, I'm 36, so I predate most of the... All of the Nintendo video game systems. I was born in 82, <laughs> So when I was growing up, my family, I have an older brother and sister, so they had a ColecoVision. And I remember my, you know, my my mother and brother in particular playing uh, games on the ColecoVision, stuff like Ladybug, Mousetrap, and one of my favorite games was Donkey Kong and Donkey Kong Jr. And there was a third one, Popeye. And those were some of my favorite games on the system. And I remember, even at a young age, probably even before I could read, seeing the little Nintendo racetrack logo on those cartridges because they would tell you, you know, who made the game. Maybe they didn't have the racetrack logo then, but I remember knowing it was Nintendo for some reason. And um, so that stuck with me. Um, I had a friend who was more spoiled than I was. So he got everything I wanted before I got it. So he had a Nintendo for like a year or so before I had one. So I remember playing the NES at his house and he had like Contra and of course Super Mario Brothers and all these other, you know, hot, you know, early NES games. And I wanted one so badly. And I bugged my my parents and asked Santa and everything I could to to get uh, to get a Nintendo, and then you know, it's 1986 or seven. Like, there's big box in the pile on Christmas morning that said, uh, "Justin to be shared with your brother and sister." <laughs> and I'm like, oh, I wonder what this is. I you're open like, it up, I'm like it's a Nintendo. I was like, like, screw I, I don't that. that kid. This is I mine. don't. I don't rem- <laughs> I don't remember... I, I remember the the way the box was labeled. I don't remember what my reaction was. I'm sure I was excited. But, of course, you know, this, you know, Super Mario Brothers became my thing. And then um, I got Metroid and mm-hmm. uh, that that pinball game, Rockin' Ball, that I used for Nintendoons a couple of months ago. I got that for some special celebration. But, of course, that was back when you only got, like one or two games a year so whatever i yeah, got if that mm-hmm. yeah what whatever i got that was what i played for the year so mm-hmm. um so yeah i never had like ninja turtles or i finally got super i got super mario brothers 3 i believe 
Um, I, it wasn't... I think it was for my birthday immediately after it came out. So my birthday's in January, so it would have been a, f a few months old. But I remember seeing The Wizard in theaters and saying, Oh my god, sure. Super Mario Brothers 3 is coming out. I never got Super Mario Brothers 2. I run out of time already? Sorry, <laughs> you did. <laughs> it goes quick right. when you're reminiscing. Game over! <laughs> Alright, well then, then to just kind of blow through it, I bought my own Super Nintendo. I bought the, my N64 with money for my first job. And from... From, like, 1997 to about 2007, I probably bought every game Nintendo released until, Shh. you know, I had actual financial responsibilities and had to really... <laughs> sure, <laughs> sure. Well, I guess that leaves me fire last. So, yeah, I, um, I came into it a little bit differently than Justin did because I was um, obviously younger. So um, I was born in, in 1986, the year... No, 85 is when it launched in the U.S., right? Um, the, yes. the NES actually launched. So um, I was born in 86, so I was obviously too young to game back then. However, I, my very, 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 very first memory that I can remember is like myself holding an NES controller, you know, like that I, that I vividly remember like, oh man, games. So like I, I can remember that and I want to say it was like in 88 or 89 when like, you know, they brought home the video game console home. And at that point, you know, it had already been out like three or four years. Um, I guess three years at that point if it was in, in, in 89 or, or 88. But in any case, um, I remember playing like Ninja Gaiden and I remember playing like Super Mario Brothers and Super Mario Brothers 2 and like just having a whole treasure trove of stuff because, you know, like again, it was a few years past so I imagine those games were a lot cheaper to come by at mm -hmm. that point. So that was really cool. But the actually even before um like getting into nintendo because i really did like the nintendo like a lot but i remember even liking the computer more at that point so um we had an old tandy computer it was a tandy 386 mm. um and it was called a 386 because that was you know the processor that it uses yeah. like an intel 386 anyways um it was an old piece of crap com at that point because i think those came out like in the early 80s but you know that was my first um experience into like really getting into gaming stuff because there were some like old games that i used to play on the on the tandy so that was really cool too i i like more than the nes i remember the tandy for some reason until <laughs> the until Super Mario Brothers 3. When that game came out, um, that was like my life. I remember playing that game day and night, um, borrowing it from my aunt and uncle, and they ended up having to buy another copy because <laughs> I kept it, pretty much. So that, there was that. That was awesome. And then, um, you know, by that, by that point, the NES was kind of getting long in the tooth, and the shiny SNES was on the horizon around, I think, 91. But um, I don't think I got that until like way later, like a year or two, because you know I was a kid, I didn't have my own money. So that was kind of how it went for me um, for un up until the GameCube era. Because same story with the Nintendo 64. I didn't get it until about a year afterwards, and um, I, I think I, I got it with the launch of Star Fox because I remember getting the Rumble Pack and everything. So whenever that game came out, that's about the time that I got the Nintendo 64. But come GameCube, I was already working. So like I was like 16, had my yeah. own money that I, I didn't have to pay rent or anything. So like every drop of money mm -hmm. went into video games. So, you know, up until that point, kind of like Justin was saying, until I, I had some real responsibilities, I was pretty much buying 
Oops. Damn, it does go quick. Right? <laughs> I think you shortchanged I, us. I think you gave Lucas and Steve more time. Yeah. <laughs> three, I, gave, I, 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 I will admit I did not time Steve, but everybody else got three minutes. Can, can, I, um, can I just say the first system I paid for with my own money, I think, was a 3DS. Maybe oh, a Lord. DSi. Like, <laughs> it was a while. Holy I also, I also well, didn't Lucas. work in high school. So, like, by the time I had, mm-hmm. like, money, I think I was, like, a college student. Like, yes. Yeah, well, parents... be- before we bring it to the to the proper floor, I just want to finish out real quick the the rest of my my video game history. So right, yeah, the, I I pretty much bought every Nintendo console up until um, that point. Uh, you know, I didn't. I I think this is important to note I, as well. I didn't get a non Nintendo console until. The PlayStation 2. So that was my first non-Nintendo console. I guess unless you consider like the Atari. Because we had old Atari consoles sitting in the garage that I used occasionally played as well. So um, I think that was that kind of informed my where I am today as a video gamer as well. So, mm-hmm. All right. So yeah, bring, bigger roundtable discussion. Um, man, it's a lot so, to talk about when we're talking about the past like this, yeah. huh? <laughs> So Justin had mentioned that he vividly remembers getting the Nintendo um, for mm-hmm. Christmas. I mean, that, yeah, I mean, I vividly remember getting. It. I don't remember anything after that. Are we gonna that, do our and that's how, first like video game memory? Because I kind of want to do that. <laughs> sure. Yeah, um, that's kind of how it was for me when I got that Super Nintendo. Except for the difference is, is I was an only child, so the only people I had to share with were my mom and dad. Well, and nobody else I, cared about the Nintendo when I got yeah. it, so you know. And I have very, very fond memories to this day of playing Donkey Kong Country 1 and 2 with my mom and dad. They were kind mm-hmm. of over it by the time 3 came out. Um, <laughs> so was yeah, everybody like, else. And somebody else had mentioned a game they were stuck on or something like that that they eventually beat or something like that. Um, the game for me that I struggled with, and I had mentioned this to Lucas as well, Link's Awakening, the first Zelda that I ever beat, there is a room in the second level, Bottle Grotto, and it's on the left-hand side of the map. This is how well I remember it. It's <laughs> the left-hand side of the dungeon. And you walk into the room, and it's dark, and the ghosts come at you. And you have mm-hmm. to use the magic powder to light the torches to get the ghosts to go away. It took me years to figure out that one room. I finally borrowed that game from my friend, figured out that room, and beat the rest of the game in a weekend because it was so easy for me compared to that one room. Um, I have these very fond memories of specific games in specific places, like Pokemon Yellow I got at my grandparents' house, or we would play Little Nemo at my cousin Jamie's house when I would, uh, you know, go down to Price for the summer. So it's kind of interesting, and since we're going to start the first memory talk, um, my first video game memory has to be playing um, that that Mario Brothers Duck Hunt track and field. Oh, on yeah. Nintendo, on the Nintendo at my parents' house. You would sit on the mat, and you would pound yep. on the mat, and then you would take your hands off to do the long jump. I was the like, one that... So um, much fun. I was the one that had the younger cousins, and I would make them do the math thing. I'd be like, hey, go faster, faster, we gotta get the thing! <laughs> like, you get, like, two people doing the things. It's like, yeah, anyways. <laughs> so, I never had... I, I, I mean, I have that one because I bought it many years later for a collector's item, but I've never actually played it because I never had the mat. <laughs> um, I, I, I have two really early memories 
Um, and my parents have memories from before that for me. Like, my parents remember me <laughs> crying when I first played Mario because he died and I didn't know he could come back to life. Or, like, <laughs> like when they bought me Mario RPG and they didn't realize what an RPG was and they had to sit there and read it for me because read. I was, like... Yeah. Four, I guess. Ah. Like, yeah, so that was a thing. But the first, I have two memories that, like, well up from old gaming times that are actually mine. And I don't know if I'm making this first one up, but I remember going into my room and seeing my TV on and seeing Mario Kart for the Super Nintendo on. And they had, like, surprised me with that, I think. If I'm remembering this right, if I'm not just making this up in my head, because it was so long ago. <laughs> but, like, I just remember being so excited, because, like, it was like, holy crap, it's a new game, and one that I really want. I think that was, like, one of the first games I got that was, like, one I really, like, you know, desired as a kid. And sure. I remember playing Super Bowling, or whatever it was called, Super Strikeout, or whatever the bowling game was for the Super Nintendo. Because mm -hmm. it was the only game that my mom would try. And, like, to this day, it's, like, the only video game that she's played. But, like, it was, like, the <laughs> one game that, like, the three of us could all play together. So, like, that was always really, like, special for me. But, I don't know. It's I just, like my, I like my mom memories. pretty much after, um, after the ColecoVision was unhooked, the only thing she ever played was Dr. Mario. Yeah, I feel like I feel like every mom cuz like yes. back then back then moms were not gamers. Like today's moms can no. be gamers. But back then every mom had like one game that they stuck to and they were good at it. For Ta my mama, for it was both. Tetra she yeah, was my really mom's good mom. at it. Pac Mrs. Pac-Man is my mom. It has to be Mrs. Pac-Man though. <laughs> well, obviously for so. Christmas a few years ago, I got a uh, Game Boy Advance SP and a uh, Dr. Mario for my mom. <laughs> nice. So, and my my mom and I used to play uh, Tetris on the original Game Boy on road trips <laughs> to Price, as a matter of fact. And she hated it because she always said I would cheat because she could never beat me. She still <laughs> says that to this day. Well, I'll, I'll tell you this. My mom was the bowling queen. My dad, to this day, I cannot be better than he was at the original F-Zero. He oh. was good at that game, and I cannot beat that game. So like, that, like he yeah, he played hard. He played he, all the old ones when I was a kid, like Metroid and the original Zelda and F Zero. Like that was a different time. That was a time when gaming men were gaming men. You had to have hair <laughs> on your chest to even like approach those games. But right, oh yeah. See, I remember I I didn't have F Zero until years later, but I remember you mentioning Mario Kart. The original Super mm -hmm. Mario Kart was uh was like the game like the multiplayer game for me. I remember uh uh Schnazzy one and I would would come home from swimming lessons in the summer and just sit and play battle mode for hours and hours and I'd always try and get mm -hmm. the leaf so I could hide in one of the little uh <laughs> and make him like make him chase around the track for 10 minutes looking for another leaf and then <laughs> and see but, we going back to dads and gaming I, I remember at some point we got a pair of PlayStation ones I don't know why we got two of them but they my parents got one for me and they got one for my dad um they my dad got really into Metal Gear Solid. That's the game that got me to buy a PlayStation, which is the mm -hmm. I think the first non-Nintendo system I ever bought. Game I've sure, never yeah. played any of the series, never given it a try. I've I played, played the first one and that's it. I played the first one for 
a few hours at my cousin's house and I'm like, oh my god, I need this game, I need a PlayStation, and saved up my money and got both. It's just always seemed like a series, not to not to divert the conversation here, but it's always seemed like a series that like was really good when it first came out, but it hasn't aged very well. But like also, it's a really story-heavy game, and you want to play them in order, because otherwise you kind of feel like you're missing out. So like, I don't want to jump but into what like... Is, but what is the order? Because but see, but see, yeah, and like around. 3 is a prequel. But like, I don't want to jump into 3 on the 3DS if I can't play 1 and 2. And I don't yeah. really want to play 1 and 2, because they look old and kind of clunky and like... So I just I, I I've always kind of shied away from that series. Yeah, the, the so timeline I, I for have the Metal a, Gear franchise is worse than Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> I have a question in that in that respect then because I've always found it hard. I mean, I guess kind of hard because I, I again I said that I was playing it on the Tandy and there was like Jane of the Jungle and stuff like that, like all these old old weird games. But like, do you guys find it hard going back to a generation? like that you weren't like growing up on because like NES is when I was born obviously mm-hmm. so like it, it's kind of hard to go back to Atari and find much enjoyment yeah, yeah I've, I'm with you like I almost said no because I love classic gaming but um yeah like you give me anything before the ColecoVision and I just find it mind numbing mm-hmm. <laughs> like yeah, ColecoVision you- I could sit and play probably for like an hour jumping from game to game and even the ColecoVision is pretty rudimentary it's it's different with games you grew up with. Like I can yeah. go back and I can play Mario, like original Super Mario Brothers, and that's fun. But like going back and playing like an NES game that like I never really played as a kid, it's painful yeah. for me. That's been that just tough for me easy. lately because of my classic edition and trying to play all these games I never played before. <laughs> the, the and the hardest thing for me, my final point, is actually going back to something like the DS. Like, mm-hmm. knowing that the 3DS is out there and it's so much better, it's really hard for me to go back and play original DS games. I've never gone back and played Phantom Hourglass or Spirit Tracks. Because You're not missing much. It's the tricky. 3DS game. It well, is and tricky. I, I, I've played those games and I love them, but it's hard to go back to them because they just... I'll give they, you that didn't age well yeah they're very it's like playing a like a weird almost not quite an n64 it's very choppy right um, see uh yeah. link to the past is a zelda game i cut my teeth on like i played a little bit of zelda at my friend's house but um i never actually really played it myself until years later i think i might have played it on the gamecube I'm kind right. of the same way. Link to the Past was kind of my first, like, real one. Like, I played yeah. the original Zelda. I had it, but, like, I played yeah, Link see, to I the didn't, Past. I see, and that was it. me. It's odd that I got Metroid, but I never got Zelda. <laughs> see, that was me with Ocarina sure. of Time. Um, but, uh, yeah. we're, we're closing. I know we're closing. I would like to propose, not just for us, but for anybody who's listening, that maybe we try to go back to enjoying games to the level that we enjoyed them as kids. Because, like, these days mm-hmm. there's, like, a hundred games out there, and it's super easy yeah. to say, I don't, I don't like this game, and I'm going to play something else, and I've bought, like, 50 games on my Switch that I'll never use. But, like, if you really forced yourself, like, if you pretend you're a kid and this is all you're getting for a year, I think gaming was more fun when we were kids. I don't think it's just because we've grown yeah. up. I think it's because we're spoiled and we have so much to play these days. Yeah. Like, like, and as somebody who has kids, I agree with you. They have too many <laughs> games at their disposal yeah, that, like, that they take it for granted, and they'll play the like five that they love and not 
you know, we even try the others. Try to play games like when you were a kid. Really, like I'm, I'm playing Mario Tennis right now while we're talking. There's not much to do in that game, but I'm going to beat every tournament with every character because that's what eight-year-old me would have done. And when I'm done with it, I'm going to have 50 hours in this game, and I'm going to say I played the crap out of that game. Like that's right, my new philosophy. We get to, to uh, my uh, my change the system because uh, I've been doing a lot of playing those classic games that slipped through the cracks. <laughs> nice. Well, all right. That's... Well, that was a that was a nice roundtable. Actually, actually, I really enjoyed that one. It was kind of spontaneous yeah. too. It just kind of came up spur of the moment. So we'll yeah. have to maybe do. I want to do it again. again. Right. I know. So. <laughs> I never got to talk about anything after 16-bit. Because <laughs> <laughs> you're so old! We're going to take a break here, and then we're going to let Steve set up for Nintendoons. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Infendo Radio. It is time for everybody's favorite segment of the week, Nintendoons. This is where we play music from games that are on Nintendo systems and everybody else has to guess. I don't know why I'm saying we. I don't know. I don't see anyone else in this room. Um, <laughs> I'm right over here, yeah. Steve. I'm you, behind. You know, so, I thought playing the music during the introduction would make everybody be more high energy, but it, you're putting me to sleep over there, Steve. <laughs> oh, jeez. Not everyone can be as amazing as you. Um, we do That's have true. a theme this week. I'm not oh, telling you what it is. You are going to guess oh, no. it after I start playing my tracks. Pinball. Because because reasons. It's not pinball, I'll tell you that. No. Shantae, um, Shovel Knight, Minecraft. Oh, God. <laughs> Minus three points for Justin. <laughs> nope, we haven't started um, yet. So because of that, I'm actually going to start with the patron tracks this week. So right. there were... Let me get back to my folders. So, so wait, let me, let me ask. The patrons are not part of the theme, right? No, the patrons are not part of the theme. I decided the theme before the first suggestions came in, so I just decided to roll with it. We only had four patron suggestions this week, so we're going to go ahead and take care of them first. I figure they pay money to be on the show. They get to go first. Easy as that. Sure. And what a steal um, at $2. You could be a patron, too, if you go to patreon.com. And as usual, slash as usual your first patron track comes with a disclaimer. <laughs> it's from a very well-known series. You're going to have to give me the title of the game, not just the series it's from. You got so, it. Okay. Fair enough. Right. Because there are some motifs that are going to give it away quickly. We all ready? Let's go. Yep. Let's go. So our first track comes from Jay-Z Beast. And here we go. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is... Alright, I'm going to guess that this is Rogue Leader? No, not uh, Rebel Strike. Rogue Squadron 2? No to all of those. Is it Star okay, so Wars? It's, yes, it is. this is definitely Shadow of the Empire. Shadows of the Empire. It's going to be no. my next guess. KOTOR. KOTOR 2. Not on Nintendo. I know, but I'm guessing it. It's Jay-Z Beast. Anything's possible. Alright. Is it Super Star Wars? No. I know which movie that music was from. It's just a matter of what that game means. used that. What movie? What scene. movie is it from, Justin? Yeah. Kiss my ass. I'm not helping you. Clone Wars, <laughs> the video game. Is it? <laughs> from, right, I can't hear the music from, anymore. So. Is it from Star Wars, Clone Wars for the DS or the 3DS? No. Damn. I right, didn't even so know if that was a real next... game. So we have established. Clone Wars for 3DS is real. Lego Clone Wars, oh. anyway. 
Okay, I was just about to say, is this Lego Star Wars? Lego Star nope. Wars, the original trilogy, the complete saga? I don't know Star Wars games. Wait, I have it's, Star Wars games. It's Hold not on. A LEGO, it's not a Lego Star Wars game. I'll be right Here's back. Did you you gave us console, right? Or... I haven't, and I'm kind of afraid. To, I'm kind of afraid to because I don't know how many. Is it Star Wars: The Force Unleashed console. Two? Is it Angry Birds: Star Wars? <laughs> <laughs> no. Damn. That, I was. I was okay, gonna be so I, mad because that's a good guess. I am gonna give you. I am gonna give you console. Your console is GameCube. Oh God, I might have. This. And it isn't Rebel Striker Rogue Leader. No. <sighs> Jedi, um, Jedi Academy? Did that come to GameCube? You're so two, close Jedi Academy Jedi 2. Jedi Knight. No, keep going. Jedi Bounty Academy Hunter. 3. Jedi is <laughs> in the title. Jedi, The Force Awakens. Jedi, Je <laughs> Yoda-ing. Je if Star nobody Wars, can get closer than that, I'm giving Eugene the point. Star Wars, Jedi Knight. Star Wars, Jedi Days. Anybody right, so it's not guesses? Jedi Academy then? No. Well, oh, Jedi Outcast. There it is. Oh, <laughs> yeah. No, so, I, I don't. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Justin gets the point. We've already been copyright struck, so we're I, good. There. <laughs> I'd, like a, I'd like to make a personal note here to Jay Z Beast. You lose major trolling points for me for not using Angry Birds Star Wars. That was a choice, yes, <laughs> and you went with something else. Yeah, yeah that, now, as soon as he said that, that I was uses, ready to start throwing things. Well, an Angry Birds Star Wars uses legit Star Wars music, too. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So, all right. Our next one comes to us from Corky Dog. I have no idea where it even starts, so I guess we'll go here. F0X. F0GX. Hmm. F zero AX. Yeah. No. Is this a GameCube game? It is. <laughs> I think I know what this I is, but I'm kind of I'm not Turn there yet. Well, give it a guess. Sonic not Riders. No. Is this a Capcom game? It is. Oh, is this Piano 3? No. Okay. Is it Piano 2? Well, that was a close crack. <laughs> um, Beautiful no, Joe. Piano 2. Ooh. There it is. Yes! Oh. Damn it, I was just the, about to say that. Yeah, that... It, there's not many Capcom games on GameCube, I've so. got to learn my devs, because that puts me at a major disadvantage. <laughs> right? If you ask Why me who made Beautiful Joe... Yeah, you ask me who made Beautiful Joe, I'd be like, Konami? Like... <laughs> Actually, the makers of Beautiful Joe went on to make Bayonetta. I know. Yeah. And they were, they were Clover back then, right? Sylvia. Yes. Interestingly enough, one of the tracks on one of the tracks on that soundtrack was called Climax. Fun fact. <laughs> All right, so here we are on to round three. Justin, where are we at on score? I wasn't. I haven't even <laughs> Eugene and I are tied at one. Okay, <laughs> round three. There we go. <laughs> ding, ding. Round, round three. Here we go. Three. Fight. 
<laughs> Pardon me, I'm, for those of you watching at home, I'm scanning Amiibo into uh, Yoshi's Woolly World for my kids, so that's what all the... Uh... Is that a Pikachu Amiibo I see? It is. Nice. Oh. Okay. I forgot Here Pokemon Amiibo don't work yep. in this game. Here comes our next a... one. This comes to us from Sky Pharaoh. You're very lucky. Ooh. <laughs> Pikachu. Illusion of Gaia. So, fun story about this game. I couldn't find the soundtrack anywhere except iTunes. Is this East this 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7? It's not. Okay. But this is the song where we were talking last, or this is the game where we were talking last night and I was fighting my iPhone again. Did you say this came from one of our listeners? I wasn't paying attention. Sky Pharaoh. Sky Pharaoh. So he's younger. So his tastes uh -huh. are probably a little bit younger, too. This is such a good soundtrack. I need to buy this game as soon as we finish the show. Is this one of the Etrian Odysseys? It's not. Is this a retro game or a game that's trying to be retro? It's a game that's trying to be retro. It's on the it's Switch. It's a Switch game? Yeah, okay. Yep. I like so the soundtrack a lot. Crypt of Necrodancer? No, this is way too downbeat for that game. Hmm. Oh, I almost want to say Bloodstained, but it's not Bloodstained. Nope. Let's give you another track. It's not a uh, yeah. Blaster Master. Oh my Master. god. It's not Blaster Master, but you know what this song reminds me of? It reminds me of Oracle of Seasons. When you finally oh, sure. get to is where it Blossom Tales? Is. It's mm. not. Mm. Here's your next track, though. Thought you were giving me a clue there. Old nope, game. That was just that was just something that just came to me. What, well, what's the something. genre of this game? <clears throat> Action! Great. Because that's so helpful. <laughs> <laughs> is it like a 3D game, a 2D game? This isn't that 20XX game, is it? It's not, and from what I can tell, it appears to be a 2D side-scrolling style game. <laughs> from the little bit of gameplay I did see. The song isn't nearly as good as the last one. I'm gonna give us a different track. This host isn't nearly as good as the last one. Thank you. Oh. I think I do pretty well when you, I host. You remember that. I am gonna light you up <laughs> next time you host, Justin. <laughs> as long as it's not next week, so I'm not sure if I'll be here. It will be next this, week, I think. This wouldn't so be Runbow, would it? It's not. Um, this one was developed by Skipmore and published by Fly High Works. Is this Blossom? Oh no, somebody already said Blossom Tail. Yeah, it's not yeah Blossom I tried that, that already. That rules out Enter the Gungeon. Um, I don't know that you guys are going to get this one, because I had never heard of this game before. When did, uh, it, when did it come out? Is it recent, or did it come out at, like, Switch? So, I don't... Well, actually, yes, I do. Um, it came out April 13th of 2017 in Japan. And then April 27th of 2017. Oh, so like right at hmm. Switch launch, pretty much. Right at Switch. Um... I don't think I'm going to get this one. Do you have any I'm more not music? Sure you guys are... Oh, yeah. I've got 12 tracks. Good. Got any oh, good God. music? <laughs> Dude, this music is good. Don't hate on this music. And I really don't have any other hints I can give you. I mean, what else could I give you? I've given you console uh, developer genre. <clears throat> um, 
I don't have a dis I don't have a Is this that Boaz game? That 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 game that was like all music? <clears throat> uh -uh. Yeah, except you said it's an uh -huh. adventure game. Oh. It's Ready for adventure. adventure. Ready for adventure. Yeah, is it, my voice um, isn't nearly that high pitched. <laughs> is it like uh, what other games is it Cameco? It is. Wow! Oh, I have nice. that game. I haven't. I haven't even booted it up. <laughs> nice. I want to get was... it just, just because the soundtrack is enough to sell me on this game. Yeah, it dude. I I, I want to get it too now. Legitimately impressive. Yeah. yeah, that was good, Eugene. I don't know where you pulled that. But... I know where you pulled it. Right at his feet. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So. Our next one comes to us from one Mr. Phantom. Oh god. And Is it a troll track? I a, well, I had a really hard time finding music for this one. Oh, so god. I have three songs that have words, and then I've got the title. Three songs that have words. Okay. So good good luck. Songs that have words. Yeah, right? That's what yep. I'm thinking. Technically all songs have words. If it doesn't have words, it's a piece. Okay, fair point. And and if it is from a underscore, it's funny. Q. The lyrics of this song sound like Justin talking over the music. <laughs> <laughs> oh jeez, Phantom, mm. you're hitting me where I live. <laughs> oh crap! If anybody's gonna get this, I almost expect it to be Lucas. I, it's Gee, my, uh, yeah, obviously. It's my area. It's 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 not. Um, there aren't not any other weebs on this podcast. Yeah, it's not. <laughs> I went to an anime movie last weekend in Orlando, like straight up, just uh, owning it. Um, is this a Kingdom Hearts of some sort, like Chain of Memories? Uh -huh. Is this a Switch game? It is a Switch game. Oh God. Um, I'm kind of out of my element so here. So here, here's the deal, though. It started out on PS3 in Japan, and then it came to PS4 in Japan, and then worldwide, and then it hit Switch and Windows and Xbox One. Very pretty. I'll give it that. Can we have another it's track? It's not... Is this the Yeast yes. 1 through I just eight? guessed Yeast 8. Uh, no. No, yeah. it's, it's an RPG, though. You know it's an RPG. It's gotta be, yeah. yeah. Yep, it is an RPG. It's well, not the it cloud says catcher. Role playing, but since it's a game, then yes. It's, it's not the cloud playing. catcher what? chronicles, right? Uh-uh. Okay. I think that was a minus game actually. All right, are we on a second track? Yeah, this is the second track. All right, so they just it's tied the one scene. It's very close to the fourth. Yeah. Yeah. I'm surprised there's three songs. Well, there's more, the... but I couldn't I couldn't find Well, a yeah, score but usually you get like a beginning song and an ending song and then a lot of instrumentals. Mhm. Mm -hmm. Oh jeez. Justin's bored. And that's not a hit. <laughs> um, you know what this reminds me? It's a, One, quick quick pause here while we do this. Eugene, doesn't this remind you a lot of the intro to um, Crystal Chronicles for the GameCube? Oh, oh yeah, yeah, actually it does. It's not it, but that does it does <laughs> huh. sound a lot like it. Dude, um, give me Crystal Chronicles on Switch, please. I'd, oh, with mo online multiplayer, then we can play oh, together. Please. You can have the selfie and the uke come together. Please. All right. I just so, want Four Swords back. Yes. I, with I online don't know. multiplayer. 
I don't know if this is going to help you. It was. Probably I'm not. Turn it down because that seems really loud. No, it's fine. It's beautiful. Keep it's awesome. <laughs> All the um, It was developed by Media Vision and published by Sega. I'm not going to know this. Sega Media Vision. Who the hell not, is Media Vision? I'm not. Gonna yeah, I got know. nothing. It's, it's an RPG. I'm not going to know it because I don't do pay want... attention to Phantom. Do you want the other song with words, or do you want the title screen? No, play the or other the main, song with words. Well, the main theme. Okay. Give me that. Is it, is it like part of an RPG series or something, or? It does. It's, it's there is a is series it, attached to it. Yes. Is it Tales? It's not Tales. If you can give me the series, I will give it to you. Where did the series start? What console? PS3. I have probably? no idea. Probably PS3. Well, it was a PS. Oh, is this Fantasy Star? Is this Japanese Fantasy Star Online too? It's is not. it Lunar? Damn, that would have been so. No. Nope. Mm. Is it over yet? It shines. <laughs> oh, Shining the Shining Resonance? Force. Lucas got it. Shining Resonance. Shining Resonance. Uh, well, is it part of the Shining Force um, series? Um, all it says under series is Shining. Yeah, I know that nothing makes about this game. It that makes a whole hell of a lot of sense, and I, I should have put that together because the guy that um, I want to say the artist that was a, that did develop the art for Shiny Force just recently passed away. Oh. I knew playing okay. six hours of Fortnite with Phantom would eventually help me win Nintendo. That's why I spend time with our uh, listeners, so I, <laughs> so I can get the goods on what they're going to be using for Nintendo. It's obvious. All right, Dang, guys. I should have got that one. Well, you this were right behind me. This next one's going to go quick. Um, this next one starts my <laughs> games, my theme, that you guys need to figure out what it is. Oh, God, here we uh, go. Justin, can you give us a score update? Pretty please. Uh, uh, Eugene has two. Lucas and I are tied at one. All right. All righty. Well, here we go. <gasps> Mario Party 8910. No, 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 no. Mario Why Tennis Aces? Why is so familiar? <laughs> nope. One of you has already guessed this game tonight. Mmm. Steven? Why don't I pay attention? <laughs> Rogue Dante, Squadron. Shovel Knight. <laughs> Minecraft. <laughs> Rogue <Nope>. Squadron. <laughs> oh, oh, there goes Lucas's point. <laughs> 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 um, Sonic Riders. Um, nope. What else did we guess? Oh my god, I know what this is. I know, it sounds so familiar. Do you, Eugene? Steve, have I played this? I know you is played this, this Is this Sonic Colors or Sonic Heroes or something like that? No. Nope. I don't think it's a Sonic game. And I don't think I guessed any it's, Sonic games beside Riders. It's so. not a Sonic game, and I don't think... Yeah, Lucas hasn't guessed any other Sonic games. I, I fully expect Justin to get this one, as a matter of fact. Is it Jackal? It is a Jackal! Is it Metal Gear? No. No, this doesn't sound like Metal Gear. God, I guess I picked some decent music. I thought this would go a lot faster than it has. I don't know. I can't even hear the music, so... Oh, well, let me turn it up for you. 
Or is it because these guys are yakking? Both. Mostly them. <laughs> Why do I know this? Yeah, and not I know. know what it is. And, I, and I'm not giving you any hints because we one need of you hints. Has guessed this tonight. At least give us like system. Okay. Game Boy Advance. Game Boy Advance. And this is from the Game Boy Advance soundtrack as well. Here's your next track. According to Wikipedia, this is an action role-playing game. Illusion of Gaia? Was that on the Game Boy Advance? <laughs> <laughs> I guessed that earlier. If if you've played this series, the next Yeast. song I'm going to play for Yeast. you guys. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. <laughs> no. Dang is it. this Shining Force? Nope. No, because you don't know what it is. This is your game. Yeah, this is my game, and this I I have played me. this game extensively across two systems. Can you give us the title music? The title music wouldn't do you any good, but really? I think this is gonna do. I think this is gonna do you guys some good. Star Wars Rogue Squad. <laughs> And if not, the next one will for sure. What is this? I'm concerned by Steve's like optimism in our getting this. I know. It it's starting to minute. It's starting to get further and further away yeah. from stuff that it sounds like well, I know. Right. And the funny thing is, is I started with the obscure tracks and I'm working my way towards the themes from the franchise. This is a franchise. It's a Kingdom game Hearts. That's part of a franchise. Chain of Memories! Damn it! That's what it is. I'm not gonna take I will that one. I'm gonna, share I'm gonna the give point. that to No, Lucas. I'm not I'm not gonna take that one, yeah. Okay, because I, I couldn't tell you the name of a Kingdom Hearts game. I was just guessing it's franchises at that This point. is the one that was gonna give it away for Justin. Yeah. So much love, Eugene. Yeah. There is hey, do you have the do you have the anime music okay, not, that plays not only before can I that? Not game? Yeah. hear the music, what little I can hear, I don't recognize. Yeah, I, the, I was gonna say the only song I would have gotten was "Simple and Clean." Like that's the only song that would have done oh, it. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, I don't know but Kingdom I, Hearts. I still can't I actually, hear the music, and I've never played a Kingdom Hearts game, so. <laughs> oh. Mr. Yeah, neither Disney have I. Has <laughs> ever played Kingdom Hearts? I've also I never played, played Kingdom Hearts. I played the first Kingdom Hearts game for a few hours and hated it. So. I played the demo of the World Ends With You Kingdom Hearts Dream Drop Distance crossover. Hmm. All right. Well. Didn't even know that was a thing. So Lucas got that point. And Justin, Ding. I'm a little concerned. You can't hear the music. Well, because these guys wouldn't shut up. <laughs> oh, now, now I'm That's not funny. Concerned. I could hear the music just fine. <laughs> Lucas has a I tendency can, can to just it. continually blurt out answers, knowing that they're wrong, so that nobody else can hear the music and guess. Shovel Knight. That's, that's the game. Is it Shovel this Knight? This one is Shovel Knight. Holy crap! That was a joke. <laughs> Wait a second. Why? What the hell? What? No. Have you guys figured out the theme yet? That I call shenanigans. Okay, wait, 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 it's, wait, 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 I have to do this. Okay, I was saying Shovel Knight because Justin was making fun of me <laughs> saying random guesses. So I just shouted Shovel Knight at the start of the song so he couldn't hear what the song was. I think, I, I, know the, I know the theme, but I'm not going to give it to my co-host because I don't want to give anything away yet. Uh, who got the last round anyway? I got the last two. Okay. Yeah. 
So Lucas gets three. two points. Which puts you in the lead. You son of a... So, Wait, with, a, here's, here's, yeah. here's your hints on the theme. We've got Kingdom Hearts, Chain of Memories. We have Shovel is. Knight. I, I have no idea. Is. Don't worry. The theme, the theme is games that have can, nothing to do with each other. I can really dig these tunes. No. <laughs> is oh, it triple A games not made by studios? Nope. But here's round seven. <laughs> they just congealed out of the yes. primordial ooze into games. <laughs> this one I'm going to have to turn on. Mickey Mouse Club. Mickey Mouse Capade. Shantae, Shovel Knight. Alright. Epic Mickey? It's definitely Disney. Nope. Epic Mm. Mickey 2. Nothing has even come close to what this is yet. Oh, it's The Wizard of Oz! Or Tom and Jerry in The Wizard of Oz. Or some Dorothy in The Scarecrow. Oh, Bill and Ted! Bill and Ted! No? How is this in Bill and Ted? So it's some movie thing. I think there's a cross. Just keep. Give me another try. Universal what, I, you're, Studios. Okay. You're on your own with that one. Let Universal me. Let me see. Studios, the game. Let me see if I know what the theme is. If you tell me what the console is. Uh, this one came. Hang on. Let me pull up my Wikipedia. I'll start Wait, another track. Is this theme gonna be some nonsense theme like games I played when I was eight? Nope. Okay. Um, this one was on. Wii U is the Nintendo system. It was also on PS3, PS4, Xbox 360, Xbox One. What Wii U game had the Wizard of Oz theme in it? What was the list of systems again? Um, PS3 and 4, Xbox 360 and 1, and Wii U. This Rayman... Legends, Rayman Origins. No. I uh, I thought I knew what the theme was, but clearly I don't. Mm. Oh, this one's going to piss Lucas off. I'm just... Is it? What the heck game is this? I'm getting hung up on the... Wait, that's Sonic. That's Sonic music. What game is this? Is this Dance Dance Revolution? Guitar what game Hero? had Sonic and the Wizard of Oz in? Oh, Sonic meets Dorothy, the Wizard of Oz adventures. Obviously. <laughs> it's not like uh, Sonic and Mario at the Olympic Games or something weird like that, is it? No, but it's coming to Justin. I you like this remix. What? So is far, far the music. Wait, so far is the this music I... Sonic All-Stars Racing... Nope. Transform. So far, the musical themes that I've played okay. in this game are Green Hill Zone, The Simpsons, and The Wizard of Oz. Oh, it's Lego World. It's Lego Dimensions. Lego Dimensions. Oh! Sorry, Justin. He got it just a hair before you. I didn't know well, that ever came done. out on on current systems. I thought that died last gen. You know, it was a Wii U it thing. It did, Wii U. Right, so, but I didn't know it ever made it to PS4 or Xbox One. I guess it's not as old as I thought it was. So, have you guys figured out my theme yet? Games nope. with crossovers? Uh, games that piss me off? Think, yeah, oh I was God, just, I that's what it. I was going to say. Crossovers <laughs> and Games that I'm not going to get, so once again I end up with only one point for the night. 
because Shovel Knight was in ukulele. And well, game before it, that, I don't shovel, remember what the game... Kingdom Hearts is a Disney crossover. Okay, so Kingdom Hearts is a crossover game. It crosses over Square and Disney. Um, shovel Knight had cameos from the Battletoads and Kratos. Really? Cameos is a terrible game. Playing. Whatever. Um, don't diss the shovel. And then Lego Dimensions, obviously, was a huge crossover game. It was a crossover game. game. All right, I'm, I'm in the zone now. I'm in the lead, and I'm in the zone. Professor Layton so. Cross um, Phoenix Wright. Phoenix Wright. <laughs> nope. Am I right? Nope. Justin, what's the score currently? We're I don't care eight. anymore. <laughs> I, Lucas has sure two. Eugene has two, and I give up. Yep. Okay. Well, here's our next one. Maybe. Possibly. Hopefully. Here it comes. Turn that down just a little bit, baby boom. There we go. Too loud? Oh, I like this. I like this. Is this a Konami track? This one was developed by Koei Tecmo and published by Nintendo. Oh, um, yeah, Fire Emblem Warriors. Nope. Good guess, though. Hmm. You've got the right style of game. Well, it's not Hyrule Warriors. Warriors. Nope. Unless it's Hyrule Warriors. Oh, wait, you said Warriors. Definitively. Yes, Sorry, I said I, Fire Emblem Warriors. I just Warriors. heard Fire Emblem. Sorry, it's closer to Fire Emblem. Oh, what? oh is this po Pokemon yeah. Conquest? There it is. Damn! How is that closer to Fire Emblem? Because it's a Fire Emblem because style. Because it's game. a strategy game. Uh, See, me and Steve are on the right wavelength. It is. Also, he gave me all the answers before the show started. It's a tactical <laughs> role-playing role game. That's how it's closer to. Fire Emblem. I really need to play. I really need to play that game again. I could not get into it the last time I tried, but ooh, it looks I couldn't well, get Justin, into it either. Maybe if we, if you do, I'll bury out the, bring out play, the old copy. Let's play together. Justin, the next one is kingdoms. right up your alley, so pay attention. I don't care. Disney something. I'm just gonna give Lucas the point. All right, I'm okay with that. It's not Disney oh, it's, anything. It's an old uh, game. Ninja Turtles. Ninja Turtles. Nope. Is it an old game or is it a fake old game? It's old. Like original Nintendo. Battletoads and Double Dragon. There it is. That was a thing? Two games mm -hmm. I never played. Boy, I'm striking out with Justin. I'm impressed I though. Kingdom I did not Hearts, realize. I threw in Battletoads. I did not realize that was a thing. Yeah, I remember yep. it existing, but never cared. So, again, I only yeah. had a handful of games on my NES. I didn't Steve. play most NES games until I was, like, 20s or later. Stefan, how many tracks yes. do we have left? Two. Ooh, so you're saying tie. there's a chance. We could tie, baby boo. Oh, God, and then I have to pull something out of my ass. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Oh no. Okay, here we God. go. Let's do this one. This sounds good. 
Ow! <laughs> Sorry, the packaging snapped back and bit me. Oh, this is another uh -oh. one. Uh-oh. Are you waiting, Justin? Is this X-Heroes, that Capcom game on the DS where they... You know what I'm talking about, uh, Frost, whatever. Project XO. Project XO. Nope. Is this, an, is, is this an actual retro game? Yep. I don't like this. So your system is Super Nintendo. Oh god, this sounds just like another song. It sounds like the Team Rocket theme from Pokemon. <laughs> no, it sounds like when Bowser's coming into the field and Bowser's... Oh yeah, 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 that's kind of what I was thinking. I was trying to think of a Mario crossover, but it's not what we Where go from Safari. I could have pulled Mario RPG because of yeah. the Hulex boss battle. Yep. I did that a couple months ago. Did we get genre or anything yet? Uh, side-scrolling beat-em-up. I'll throw you these, for a loop. These hints only serve to benefit Eugene. Thank you! Um... Did well, we get a developer? Clearly, clearly we don't know it, so I guess we should just stop the round right now. <laughs> um, let's get you another track real quick. <laughs> Your developer is Jor Jor Yudan Co. Oh and come on, Steve! By, oh, good boy, Steve! Activision. Good boy! <laughs> hey, that's Wikipedia. I don't control it. I could. And it's a it's a crossover of sorts. I uh, Duck Hunt you, and Mario. Did you play this game? Um, I played this in the arcade because it was also an arcade game. I feel like I'm helpless right now, and I'm just waiting to see if Eugene's gonna take the shot or not. How about another track? Final Fight Guy. What, Justin? Final Fight Guy. Nope. I kind of like the soundtrack. Street Fighter times Capcom. Nope. Capcom v Street, okay, Street Fighter is Capcom, and isn't that a why game is it series, a though? math equation? Isn't that a game though, like Street Fighter v Capcom or something? I think you're thinking yeah. of Street Fighter. Street Fighter is Capcom. Capcom. Okay, yeah, it's there's Marvel Street Fighter Capcom. Cross Tekken, and there's there Marvel vs. Capcom. Is it that? No. <laughs> That's also what is a one-on-one fighting game, not a beat-em-up. Is it like two games that are crossing over in this instance? It's two movies that are crossing over, which interestingly enough, they oh, did a movie too many hints. on this game. Too many hints! Oh! Is it, uh... Um... Uh, Alien vs. Predator? Yep. Yes! Damn. <laughs> it was that last I actually should have. I actually should have gotten that, because I, I love the Alien franchise. Dude, oh, that was yeah. the last hint that got me. Yeah, that, that was the movie that thing. was one hint too many right there. 
So, Justin, going into the last game, what is the score, I'm afraid to ask? <laughs> Lucas has five, Eugene has four. Oh, no. In- mm-hmm. Lucas it better be five, sparing with the four. hints. <laughs> oh, what if the hint gets like you there? This. Justin, will you please get this one? Because one of you guys has already guessed this game tonight. Oh, God. Oh, not that again. I hate that hint. Is this uh, Project X? Yes! Oh! Yes! X Cross or whatever it's called. Dang it! Oh! Project Cross Zone. This is going to Project Cross Zone. That's the one. By the Dang by the it. way, I'm surprised you don't know this, Lucas. Whenever you see an X in a Japanese game title, it's pronounced cross. cross. Yeah, I know, right. but my Americanism <laughs> takes over. Like in Paper Mario, they're not the cross. They're the X. That sounds. <laughs> oh man. I am embarrassed fun. with myself. I'm I, you know okay. what I'm really mad at? You is that shovel knife point. I'm pissed off at yeah. that shovel knife point. That was Actually, like... you know, technically, if uh, if Lucas was supposed to lose a point for the first oh, yeah, time he yeah, said yeah, shovel knife, yeah, 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 he and yeah, yeah. Eugene are that. tied. That is uh-huh. not how that counts because I was guessing that officially. Um, but I will say that that was like divine will shining down on me. Like that was, that was just deus ex machina right there. That was not me winning through like triumph and you know, I'll take it. It's a win. That was, that was fun is what that was. So it was excruciating. I'm glad it's over. I'm now in a worse mood than what I was in when we started. That was a blast from my past and I feel jazzed. That I asked you to host Nintendo. That was Justin a blast from me. my ass. <laughs> well, we're going to take a little break here, and Justin's going to wipe, and we'll be right back. All right, so we are back. We are going to be talking about all the games we've been playing. This is the Change the System section. Um, I'm actually going to bring us into this section because, well, I was told to. So here we are. Um, I actually have some games that I've been playing, and I think I've talked about this one before, but this is the game that I've been putting the most time into. So um, I've been playing a VR game called Operation Warcade. Um, it's really, really freaking awesome. Um, if you guys have ever played Operation Wolf back in the day, that was an old um, arcade game. It was like, like a light gun shooter. Yeah, it was also it on the, the NES. <laughs> yeah, it was on the arc- in the arcade. It was also on the NES. And it's basically that. But what's really cool about it, and I, th- I think I talked about this before, but you know, if you haven't, if you don't know about it, here it is. There are two arcade machines presented in front of you, so you can take the controller for either one and decide whether or not you want to play the game in what's called immersion mode or just standard mode. So in standard mode, you pick up the thing and you're like, you know, playing a game in front of an arcade cabinet as normal, right? Um, there's actually a button that you can push on to turn on stereoscopic 3D, so that actually is really cool. So yeah, you can play the like a normal Operation Wolf-style arcade game that way. But then when you go into immersion mode, that's where it gets really awesome. Um, so uh, you can actually physically look in and lean into the arcade machine. And then, like, fire upon the enemies, like, that are to the left or the right of your view and everything like that, which is really cool. That's so cool. Is is this 
you does this like use two D sprites or or is uh, it all like three D modeled? It, it's like all it's kind of all three D modeled. So it, it's like a it, 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 I would say it's like almost a two point five D esque. I guess you can kind of say it right because it's on a two D plane. Um, and then when you're looking in on it on the arcade, but they're like three D modeled, you know, until. <laughs> You there's like these power ups within the level as well where you can shoot and if you shoot that then you go inside the game and then you are like in a physical physical position inside the game right so like oh, if God. you shoot on top of like the tower then you get transported into the tower and then you start shooting the enemies that way if you shoot um like the power up type of deal on top of the truck you can start driving the truck and shooting out of the window to fire upon your enemies. It's really cool. I'm really, really in, in, uh, liking it a lot. I, I haven't thrown anything on the stream yet, but I'm definitely going to stream this game and um, put it on the YouTube channel. So um, that's a thing. Oh, yeah. It, it's really cool. Um, the, I, I like the hell out of that game. But then I downloaded another VR thing. It's, it's not a... Um, it's not a, uh, a game per se, it's more like an emulator, but it's really cool. I, I wish I had the name in front of me. I'll have to, I'll have to put, uh, give it um, its full credit on next week's show because I'm sure I'll be playing it again. But basically it's like an emulator type of thing where you can load in NES games and everything into it. So like you can play Super Mario 3 in an on an arcade machine. But the real draw there is that it you can like like go into the actual screen and you can see the actual scan lines of what it would look like on a CRT TV. Oh, so God. like I I thought I found that just like <laughs> like I mean I know Lucas you didn't play games like that but like I I remember like playing like Super Mario Brothers three in front of a CRT TV and it looks exactly like that man. Um, I'm I'm gonna have to dig up the name of what this emulator is called because I definitely want to give it the full credit and um, I'll um, I'll stream it as well. But it was really cool. I I really really liked um, doing that. So I went back and played Super Mario Brothers three and I went back and played um, Ninja Gaiden and a bunch of the old childhood. Um, favorites like that. So, um, other than that, I did put some time into uh, Mario Tennis. Um, not much though. Um, so I'm not going to talk too much about it, especially since uh, you know I've talked about that pretty much every week for like four weeks straight. Oh, and there's my timer, anyways. But um, yeah, Mario Tennis. I did put some time into. I do want to talk about the time that I spent playing um, tournament play because um, I am finding myself as I find. At least I think my skills are increasing. I'm finding myself having a lot more fun in tournament mode because I won my first tournament for the first time um, this week. So that was a thing. That was cool. Congratulations. Um, thank you. Thank you. Um, but um, I I don't know that I found a character yet. Um, I think I'm still... I, I think I want to say that either my characters are Peach or um, Toadette because they're technique characters. I think I'm mm -hmm. liking that kind of play so i don't know stay tuned I'll, we'll find out more um all right who wants to take next i will jump on in there then i guess um i have not been playing a vr system i have played one once now but this was not that week um i have been playing very many games and that's kind of why this is easy for me um the game i have been playing a ton of like a literal ton of is fortnite I jumped back into it. Season 5 started a little while ago, and I figured, why not? It's something to do. I'm bored. I have, like, 50 games that I'm, like, 10% through. Let's play Fortnite. 
And I really like it, like, a lot more than I thought I would when it first came out. Um, I think the advantage I have over you guys is I like playing it solo. Like, I'll go in, and whether I'm playing on a team of 50 or by myself, like, it's just, it's a lot of fun. I won my second match, which just so happened to be my first match in Season 5. So mm -hmm. I got the Season 5 umbrella, which makes me happy, because that's, like, my life goal now is getting those little umbrellas you can dangle from. Um, but yeah, no, it's just a really fun time. I got the battle pass, so I've been leveling up, like, a ton and unlocking everything, and I'm, like, getting things that I didn't think I could do, like, three kills in a particular area to, you know, unlock a next, like, piece of an outfit or something. So that's been a lot of fun for me. It's bringing back memories of, like, actually being able to go into a game and unlock stuff, which is something I love. Right. Something that, frankly, there's not enough of these days. Um... The only other game... I, tr I tried to play Yeast 8 a little bit more, um, mostly because Minus is in love with that game. He's put, like, 50 hours into that game. I figured out where I had to go. It turns out I was just going the entire wrong direction. I don't know what it is about that game. I get lost so easy. Like, I'll, I'll start going somewhere, and I'll completely lose my track, and I'm just gone. So the, the map just doesn't work for me. But I'm, I got lost again in, like, my own base, and then I found my way out, and... I just, I'm having trouble melding into that game. Like it's, not, <laughs> sure. it's not drawing me like it should be. So I took a gamble on another RPG, a much smaller RPG, called Knights of Pen and Paper. It is a RPG where you are a bunch of people playing um, like a Dungeons and Dragons kind of game. Like a, a traditional paper role-playing game. And you have, like, the dungeon master and everything, and, like, he assigns you quests to go on. And it's, it's like, you're, it's very meta. You're playing an RPG of a bunch of kids playing an RPG. But at its core, it's a very light, traditional, grindy RPG. And I'm having a lot of fun with it. I'm really enjoying it. I've kind of got, like, my core three kids that are playing the game. And then every now and then, like, I'll add in, like, the pizza guy or grandma. But then I'll, like, take them away for a while. So, like, it kind of ups the difficulty for me a bit. And I just have, like, the three main nerds that are really into it. And, like, my special guest stars and stuff. But it's a lot of fun. I'm really enjoying that game. So hopefully I'll be able to stick with that for a while. Because I haven't really hit an RPG hard like that in a while. Um, I downloaded Fire Emblem Warriors. I think I talked about that last week. Haven't touched it. Not really feeling that one. I uninstalled Pokemon Go this week because I'm not really getting much out of that one either these days. I'm kind of in a gaming lull, I'm finding. Like, I'll, I'll sit around, and yesterday I hung out with Steve all night. I tried to play a game. I couldn't find a game to play. So I think I'm kind of hungry for something really, like, engaging. And I'm thinking the problem is that I'm putting off Etrian Odyssey 5. Mm. I think that's the game I need to be playing right now. I need to charge my 3DS, which is a huge pain in the butt. I need to get that charged, I need to start playing it, and I need to really get into it, because I, I need something bigger and more immersive, and I think that's what I'm missing, but I'm kind of at a gaming low right now. There's not a whole lot going on for me, so I've just been kind of biding my time in Fortnite. But a lot of Fortnite, <laughs> and that's pretty much it. Oh, I played a ton with Phantom. Shout out to one of our patrons, and good friends. That was a lot of fun. We played till like 4 a.m. one night on like Saturday, just Fortniteing. So we came in second. We almost won. That was cool. And that's all I got. Nice. I, so. I, I, I know you were saying that you do, do your Fortnite soloing, but I still need a group. So if you're ever yeah. around doing I'll, that, let me know. I'll play with yeah, you like right like... now. Like I would jump <laughs> on any, 
anytime, anywhere. Um, I, I make an announcement of it in the multiplayer chat in our Infendo um, Discord anytime anybody wants to play. So, oh, like if I'm ever... I need to. I think I need to probably re look at the. I, I might have some of those channels muted. So yeah, that you need might to check that problem. multiplayer one because that's usually where I just because I never know who's on. And like I never mm-hmm. know who's around, so I figure the best thing to do is just shout out to everybody. So I'll be like, "Hey, I'm going on Fortnite? Come play Fortnite." Yeah, good. I'll probably idea. be awake until like after one tonight. So if, oh, if uh, you guys want to do yeah. some, four I'm player, in. You guys want to do some four-player Fortnite with me? I'll take you to the winner's circle, baby. Sure, I'm actually <laughs> I'm actually updating mine right yet. now. <laughs> well, so, uh, so Justin I'll, or Steve, who wants to take next? I was gonna say I'll I'll go next because I can kind of jump off the Fortnite thing. Um, no, you jump the off the blimp time. in Fortnite. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You go I to fell that off island. The Fortnite thing. After like <laughs> no. the first week. Yeah, you go you go to the island that you can't really get to. That was fun. Um, so I kind of got together with Infendo alum Mike McSurdy the other day, and Mm -hmm. we played some Fortnite, and that was the first time I booted up Fortnite in months. Um, had a pretty good time. Um, I kind of taught him the ropes of the new Minecraft, because anybody that's played the new Minecraft knows that the crafting system, the menus, the store, it's all quite a bit different than what we're used to. But... I didn't really play either of those for very long, so I don't want to, you know, stay on them for too long. The game that I want to talk about this week is Octopath Traveler. Um, I bought the game on launch day. Last week, while we were on the show, it was still shrink-wrapped. So I finally started playing it one day in the last week. I made the mistake of starting it at 10.30, (laughs) which is not a good time to start an RPG. Um, I started with the cleric. I can't remember her name. It was 45 minutes to the first battle. Holy. 45 minutes. That that's was not how I RPG. That's, <laughs> that's, yeah, that's rough. Like, I'm more of like Final Fantasy 3 style where you boot the game up, it drops you into a hole, you're in a cave, you're in a battle in about five and a half seconds. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what I prefer. That being said, I'm actually really enjoying the game. I really have needed a good, you know, RPG like that. Um, I'm a little disappointed because I've heard everybody saying that it's the next Bravely or the evolution of Bravely or something like that. Um, It does have some similarities. The graphics are stunning. Um, Where I started out in the game, um, you go outside, you stand on this hilltop and you're overlooking a cathedral you can see the snow sparkling down, and it looks all nice in the Unreal 4 engine, which is, I think, what that game's running in. I, I um, want that game so bad. The, the effects are stunning, It's but it's a very slow start, at least if you start Sounds grindy. I, everybody that I've talked to says it's pretty grindy. So It is, and it seems to be a lot simpler than Bravely was. Bravely, you got access to the other classes very, very early, to where you could start like you know you could take um i forget what you start out as in that game but like your starting class you could get rid of that and become a white mage or a black mage or whatever really quickly i'm probably about five hours in and haven't unlocked any of that stuff yet but i'm also (laughs) only to my fourth party member too so i'm really not that far into the game yet so i'm excited to see you know how customizable your characters are in that respect in the latter part of the game once I get that far. Um, as much as I'm complaining about it, though, I'm really enjoying the game. I've really needed something like that. 
Lucas. Question. Um, you just said party members, and that got me thinking. Like, I know the game has eight characters, and I know you uh-huh. can play as any of the eight. Is there a party system? You get multiple characters for one team? Yeah. Or is it you, just you're always one dude? Y- you have four You have a maximum of four in your party. Um, what, once you get and, that many characters, you have a maximum of four. You are can they go through four? and find all eight. So they're four of the. They're the main characters four from of the game. The eight. It's not like yeah. it's not like every person gets their own party of characters that are different. Correct. From each other. Okay. Correct. Huh. You kind of you kind of rendezvous with everybody basically, and from what I understand, the advancement of the story, it'll tell you kind of, you know, you need to go over here to advance your cleric's story to chapter two or three or whatever, or you go over here to advance the hunter's story past chapter two or three. But when you meet up with a new party member or a new character, you have to play their chapter one. And their chapter one is always them by themselves learning the mechanic of that character. Mm. So the cleric, for instance, the cleric, for instance, has the ability to have somebody from a town follow her. And you can summon them into battle X amount of times before they return home. Or you can take them to their destination type deal. <laughs> um, the scholar, and I, I don't know any of their names yet because I'm only a few hours in. The scholar can solve mysteries, Professor Layton style, where you gather hints. Oh. And you, you can, have can to I kind ask, of put that together. Can I ask Steve a couple more questions? Like, <laughs> it's Bravely Default, or not Bravely Default, it's Octopath. It's like the big game. Can we talk about it for a right. couple yeah, minutes let's hit before it. we end? Okay, so like... Because I, I want to know, because like, there's a lot of key points for RPGs that make it or break it for me, and I think $60 is too much, but maybe it's not. Like, Are there like side quests and things to do? Is it very mm-hmm. linear? Um, is it like, it's not, like it's super story-heavy to the point of forcing it down your throat? Like, It's sounding more like Final Fantasy VI mixed with like Final Fantasy III, okay. so and I like that. L- linear, <laughs> li- linear it is not. Like, you pick your... So the map is kind of arranged in a circle as far as where the eight warriors are or characters, whatever they are. Mm -hmm. Um, And you pick a character and where you go is based on your actual location in the game. So you'll go down the path out of town and you can go up one direction, over this direction or down this direction. So you can immediately go like three different directions. And it doesn't matter what order you do them in either. But it does cram the story down your throat. Is it like, I am the scholar, I must go find a party member? Or is it like, I'm the scholar, here's 50 quests I can do in town well, to keep me busy? So like, how does that, how does that I, play it's, out? It's, it's, I'm the scholar, this is what I do, I solve riddles, and then they all come to some sort of a thing that they have to do that causes them to leave town. So the cleric has to go find these four shrines or whatever. The scholar is looking for a lost book, and it's in it's it's in them leaving the town that they join up with the party and go on the other quests. I, I guess what I'm asking is, as the scholar, is like my only real quest to find the lost book, or can I talk to like fifty different people in town and get a bunch of side quests and embark on those? Like, like am I locked yes, into yes one to path? Both. Or? 
No, okay. you're not locked into one path. There are multiple missions for each things character. to do. So, oh, so in there's enough to, keep to the me... main quest. So there's enough to keep it... me busy because, like, that's one of the areas where I'm kind of having trouble right now when I'm I'm playing through this yeast. Is it's like I've right. got like one thing that I'm doing, you know? And it's like right. I'd like to be able to do some other things. I'm sure those will open up, but I'm like four hours in and I'm still stuck just looking for one guy. Like I'd like to be able to look for multiple guys. You know? Speaking of four <laughs> hours, since we've been talking about Octopath for about that long, <laughs> um, I only have one question about it. And you may have actually answered it. I tuned out. Uh-huh. Um, can you freely jump from one character to another and do their quests whenever? Like, if you get to a point where, with one character where you don't want to play as them anymore, you can jump to another, kind of like Grand Theft Auto style or whatever? They're all in your party, so you're constantly playing as them. And you oh, well, because you said between, like there's you like each one has an introduction story. Well, right. I think, I think so you, you have to like you gain them to, to your find, party by yeah. Yeah, you no. have to find them first and play their chapter one. Once you have them mm. in your party, you can switch between them at any time. And I don't think they have to be at the head of the party to do their quests. Okay, nice. they never branch off. See, it sounded to me like they were all kind of off doing their own thing in the world, and no, they're all together in a group. It's like how they come together. Is how it works. And then you get to choose your party of four or however many it is yeah, that you right. want to And you can swap yeah. that out at any time. I'm not going to lie. I'm a little worried about the phrasing you use there, cram the story down your throat. That's got me a it's, little... Well, tepid. it's very story heavy. It's very much like uh, Bravely yeah. in that way, where it's very yeah. story focused. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, Justin, why don't you hit us with what you've been playing this week? Um, I don't even know if I can list everything that I've been playing. Um, as, I, as I mentioned uh, last week, I've been putting games on my NES Classic and Super NES Classic left and right. Um, I've got over 100 games on the NES Classic. Um, uh, I've filled my Super NES Classic. In fact, I'm looking into an add-on that lets me... Uh, Based, put a, a USB flash drive on it and I've increase seen the capacity. Um, so it's so I'm doing like a lot of jumping around in between games. Mostly, I've been playing Star Fox. I'm finally, you know, one of the things I love about emulation, and one of the things I'm really loving about the the classic editions is the you know the what they call save states. Or whatever, where you can, you know, say, all right, right here I'm going to save this, and if I lose or screw up badly, I can jump back to it. So that has really helped me in Star Fox, because I've never beaten anything but easy mode in the original Star Fox. So I'm finally getting to see... Yeah, so I finally got to see what, like, the second to the last stage of medium mode is, and I'm going to jump into hard as soon as I'm done with that. So, and Star Fox has always been one of my all-time favorite games. It's just that I've never been able to experience all of it before. So that's been fun. Also playing Donkey Kong Country 2. Um, I'm kind of working my way slowly through all the Donkey Kong Countries. I'll play like one or two levels a night and then put it away for a while. Um, and the NES Classic, which is filled completely... Well, not filled completely. It's actually not even half full because the games are so small. But, like I said, I have over 100 games on it, and it's mostly NES, Master System, Game Boy, Game Gear, and just, like, all these games, which, like I was saying before, I missed out on as a kid. Right. Because, so... Um, Echo the Dolphin. Just, 
I don't have that on there yet, actually, but I do have uh, both Master System ver uh, both both Master System Sonic games. I've got both Game Gear Power Rangers games because those are some of my favorite games on the system, mm -hmm. um, possibly ever. Actually, they're fun little simple one-on-one -on -one fighting games. Um, what else have I been playing on there? I don't know if I've actually been playing anything to progress in it. Oh, I found out that uh, Retro Arc. Uh, adds the ability to play Famicom Disk System games. Oh. Like, like right out of the box. You don't have to install anything else. So, of course, I put Dream Factory Doki Doki Panic on there. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm going to kind of go through and see if there are any other uh, FDS games that I can play without knowing Japanese. You but should you should try try playing through like even just the Legend of Zelda and Metroid because the soundtracks are different on the oh uh, yeah the, the soundtracks are amazing on the on the FDS, um, but yeah so it's like it's been a huge That's like kind of interesting yeah it's actually been a huge like <laughs> trip for me just going back and replaying these games or playing these games for the first time ever I've played a I've played almost all of the NES black box games that I missed out on so many of them are just painfully difficult um, <laughs> right but uh, especially like the sports games but um besides that on my switch i have gotten back into skyrim thanks to lucas's article that i actually haven't read yet but has been sitting in my bookmarks for over <laughs> a week um but that yeah, was so a Sky good read. The, are you talking about like the political Skyrim? Yeah, yeah, that was a good. Yeah, one. I really want to read that. I haven't had the attention span for it. What I have had the attention span for instead has been just playing Skyrim. So <laughs> like I've, I've gone down that rabbit hole again. Um, I've been playing. I've been getting back into ukulele. I like played it for a while, kind of lost interest in it, and then decided to jump back into it, and. Here's the thing I've kind of discovered about ukulele, is it is definitely heir apparent to Banjo Kazooie. If you had, if you sent me a fake news article that that <laughs> said that 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 says that the developers at Rare actually made Banjo Kazooie three for like the GameCube or something, and then never released it and just put it on a hard drive for. 15 years and then brought it out and put new characters in it and releases ukulele i believe you um <laughs> for better or for worse like there is no progression in gameplay it is stuck in its era and for somebody like me who grew well grew up with that like those are my teen years like so mm -hmm. for for to be playing a game like that it's great but it also carries with it all of the flaws and the trappings, along with the additional trappings of Unity. You know. Okay, so where are where do you put like the collectibles and all that stuff on the rare scale from like Banjo Kazooie to Donkey Kong? Like, where do we land in there? I've never played Banjo Tooie, so I cannot rate that. Um, thus far, it does not seem as egregious as Donkey Kong 64. Uh, it's right about there with Banjo-Kazooie. Um, I could do it. Maybe that. a little bit better because certain things are a bit more streamlined. But, like, just the progression of it just feels very Banjo-Kazooie. And the way I'm doing it, and I'm, I think I mentioned this a couple weeks ago, I'm not expanding any of the worlds. I'm mm -hmm. collecting enough pages to open up the next pages. world. 
and then collecting a bunch of them in there, getting the moves and stuff like that, and then moving on to the next one uh, before I start expanding anything so that I get to see everything and then go back and do more. Uh, yeah, besides that, played some Mario Kart 8 and uh, just kind of jumped around in random things. I've had, like, no attention span for games, which is why I've been playing with classics. <laughs> <laughs> that... that that's kind of the problem, especially when you have your box filled with so many games, you know? Oh, it's God, kind of yeah. To... Gamer ADD. Yeah. Um, I did get... I, orig- I had gotten N64 games to work on the NES Classic, and I played them, and they were fine, and then the past couple of times I've gone back to play them, they've been so sluggish and unplayable, I don't know what happened. I have to hmm. uninstall and reinstall them, but um, if anybody knows anything about Raspberry Pi... And how that emulates N64 games. Get in touch with me on Twitter, because I might be interested in getting one of those. I'm pretty sure the newest Raspberry Pi can even emulate as far as... And don't quote me on this, I think GameCube games. So, like, I'm sure it would do fine on N64. Like the Raspberry Pi 3 or whatever. So I was looking into that at some point. I mean, it's basically the same price as, as an NES or SNES Classic anyway, but I just... I love the aesthetic of of the classic editions. I love the fact that they look like the systems. They come with the controllers. Um, so let me let me tell you something if you want to go win this rabbit hole, because I almost did. When I couldn't <laughs> get an NES Classic originally, um, I um, l- looked into getting Raspberry Pi and then looked into like Etsy and eBay for like shells that you can put that are made specifically for Raspberry Pi. Right, and yeah. And there you go. Yeah, it's... I... <sighs> I hesitate uh-huh. to get. I hesitate to get into that because I feel like I'm cheating on my Nintendo. But, but see, get the, but get this: like, if you get the right version of the Raspberry Pi with like Bluetooth and everything like that, you can use like your 8-bit dose, and like you've already got controllers. And stuff. No, for a ten a ten dollar adapter, I can do that anyway. So see, sure. but that's the thing. Like for me, like the optimum experience is just using an 8-bit dough on my laptop like that sure. does the same thing you know yeah see i don't have a laptop i love playing them on the tv like i just love the big screen experience even for like those old games so ideally i would be able to just take my computer plug it into my tv and run them off of open emu which i've done but it's a pain to move my computer you know i do it mm-hmm. once a week for this podcast and then it just you know, I plug it in and, and just try not to do anything with it. So yeah, well, ideally anyway, I know. the the I mean, as we've talked about before, ever, since everything is better on the Switch, when the Virtual Console launches, you can just download them. Oh wait, um, there's that's not a thing. Okay, anyways, we're done with the show. Um, we are gonna get out of here. That was our change the system section. But wait, there's more. This is the last episode of the month, and we have some wonderful patrons that we would like to thank tonight. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and get us started with that. Um, for the rest of y'all, if you don't know, it's in the it's in the Google Doc, so get in there if you're not there already. So, uh, all right. <laughs> I know. So I, I'm going to start us off with our thank yous. Thank you so very much, um, Andy Searson. He is in our Zoom meeting right now as DJ. Thank you for joining us. We appreciate you taking with us on, on your morning commute. Um, Apollo Lemon, thank you for being a patron. We really appreciate you. Um, I think you've been with us since the beginning, so thank you for that. 
Um, Carmine Red, we appreciate you just as appreciate you just as much as Lemon and Searson. Uh, we, you know, you're red. I don't know what else to say about it. Um, Daniel Gaskin, um, thank you for being a patron. Thank you for being a friend. Thank you for being you and everything that you do. Um, don't do as it, Lucas. You. I know you want to. <laughs> <laughs> thank Travel you, Doctor Johnny Fifty. Back again. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Dr. Johnny50. We appreciate you. I mean, you're saving lives out there being a doctor and <laughs> Multiplied all. Multiplied so. by 10. <laughs> Great, I'll say it. <laughs> and finally, um, Efrain Gonzalez. I'm not sure if I pronounced that right, but um, thank you regardless for being a patron. Again, I'm pretty sure you've been with us since the beginning, um, so thank you for sticking around for this wild ride. Um, Steve, you want to take us to with our next group? Yeah, I'm going to thank mine a little bit out of order here. Um, thank you, EP Knothead and Rocco. Uh, we appreciate you supporting the show. I appreciate you keeping me afloat at work. You guys are awesome. And then I've got Heather White and James Brown. I got the colors over here going on, too. Thank <laughs> you both for being patrons of ours. James Brown also goes by Corrupted. Um, Jonathan Lewis, thank you so much for continuing to be a patron of ours. And Jay-Z Beast. We look forward to the trolls every week, so thank you so much for trolling us on a weekly basis with Nintendo's. Uh, you went out of order, so you, so you threw me all off. I didn't realize it was my turn. Um, all right, uh, thank you to Malik Emerus, uh, known in chat as Rose of Death. Uh, you've also been with us for quite a long time. Mm -hmm. uh, Mark Nowak, relatively new name, I believe. Uh, May have been there last month. He's been a patron before, but I, I I don't know that I've seen him on like the YouTube or anything like that. So come come say hi. Come right. into the Discord if you are not there already. Yeah, well thank thank you for your patronage. Uh, also Michael Larson. Uh, somebody I don't recall seeing in the chat, but has been with us for a while. Uh, Corky Dog. Definitely been with dog, us for a good long like time. And, and yep. also oh, along with uh, Malik also gives us some good uh, Nintendoon suggestions. Mm -hmm. And uh, finally, Schnazzy1, well not finally, finally on my list, Schnazzy1, uh, my longtime friend, uh, hopefully when the the uh, classics do launch on Switch, you'll join me for some Super Mario Kart battle mode on Battle Course 2 so I can hide in the water. <laughs> battle from Course it. 2, that's the one to go to, right? You get that feather. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Good times. All right, Lucas, why don't you take us away with the final part of the list? Well, a very, very special thank you to Mustard Giant Cow. You are my favorite patron themed condiment. Um, <laughs> also, a huge thank you to Minus 64. I may be struggling to enjoy your yeast, but I definitely love your presence. Really all that Right. Uh, Phantom, thank you for staying up way past our bedtimes to play Fortnite together. Uh, <laughs> Robert Phantom. Gagnon, uh, thank you for finally uh, getting to us about that chess set that you won like a half a year ago. That's going to be <laughs> on its way soon, buddy. So that'll Slightly be a thing. Used. And Sky Pharaoh, thank you for A, successfully completing all of your trials this week, personal trials you've been through. And B, for building the heck out of our Minecraft realm. You are yeah. truly the champion of that game. 
Um, he's, all of he's you are wonderful people. taking my card from me. My Minecraft card. <laughs> we we love you so much. And if you're tired of us saying, well, that name sounds new. I don't really remember seeing him in the list. Come talk to us in person on Discord. Like, come come chat yeah. us up. I'll, we'll yeah, I'll be honest. You. We remember you better when we see you in the chat. So. We remember you better when we interact with you, like, once a month or so. So if you want to come hang out and be part of that, do that. If you don't and you just want to be a patron, that's awesome, too. But by all means, come, come hang out in our Discord. That's where all the cool people are. Yeah. And you're one of them. And so for I all of you that, that are like not cool a part of our, for all of you that are not part of our Patreon and you want to do so, go to infendo.com and join us that way. Number one, you don't have to give us any money if you want to go to our Discord. Join us there. Come say hi. We might not say your name at the end of the month on the show, but we'll still play some games with you. Um, Lucas mm-hmm. will wreck you in some Fortnite, apparently. If you go to Infendo.com, you can find all of our stuff. So that's where you can go to our Patreon. That's where you can get to our Discord. That's where you can get to our merch shop, which we're slowly looking to transition to maybe somewhat greener pastures. But uh, that's a work in progress. Um, So with that said, um, you can find me and everything I'm doing at Infendo Eugene on Twitter. Don't forget to follow at Infendo on Twitter as well. Justin, where can the people <laughs> find you? Uh, sorry, I drifted off for a second. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at InfendoJustin. Uh, send me a friend request. I'm always looking for somebody to play games with. Um, you can also, if you're interested in Disney, follow me at Utilidork and go to utilidork.com for my Disney blogs and hopefully someday vlogs and podcasts if I ever find somebody to do them with me. <laughs> Very nice. Um, and edit for me. Yeah, that's the thing, right? <laughs> Lucas, um, what kind of uh, video game editing you got going on over there? Well, that was subtle. Um, yeah, I'm actually, <laughs> if, if you're on my Patreon, which is separate from the Infendo Patreon, that is patreon.com slash Adventure or just youadventure.com. Thanks to you, Gene. Um, I posted an update, like, last night, actually. I'm chucking an entire world. World 2's gone, man! World 2 is done! That world was garbage tier, and, um, we're moving on. We're doing something tropical this time. So I am attempting to build a pirate ship level. Oh. That's, that's gonna be part of the level, but it's the level that came to mind during my walks. So that's the part I want to build first. Basically, I don't know why I'm pitching my game during my chain whatever this is but I basically pitch my disney stuff so pitch away basically you're gonna be able to change like something at the base of the ship and when you go up to the surface ship is going to have changed forms depending on what color you use that's the idea at least i still have to make that a thing that works but um i feel like that's better than a weird neo techno world based loosely off of sonic carnival levels so we'll see what happens with that but with any luck uh, I guess the point I'm trying to get to is that game will be available for you to play. That part of the game will be available for anyone who is a $5 patron or more on my Patreon. If you're interested in giving that game a try, very, very, very early alpha, I guess. But feel free to jump on in Patreon. Or don't be a $5 patron. Just support me because you love me. No, you do. That's <laughs> kind of all I've got. Um, my Twitter is dying. But uh, when I'm on, it's cool. I'm funny. There's that. Uh, That's Chromatic U. Very nice. All right, Steve, um, how are you going to follow that up? What kind of games are you building these days? 
<laughs> you know, I actually had something and then I completely forgot it. So <laughs> I got um, you can follow me at Gentis1 on Twitter. And that's about all I'm doing right now is uh, Gentis1 on Twitter, Minecraft. Um, join our realm if you're not part of the Infendo realm yet. Hit Lucas up on Twitter or Discord or email or text him. I don't care how you do it, but get an invite to the realm from Lucas because it's fun. It's growing so much faster than we thought it would, which is kind of cool to see. Um, yeah, and that's me. Minecraft and Twitter. That's what <laughs> I do. That's it. Nothing else. Very nice. All right, guys. Well, it's been a week. Um, we will catch you guys next month with some cool stuff. Don't forget to check out the outtakes track that's going to be coming out um, here at next month at some point. Um, last week, last <laughs> month was great. So hopefully, hopefully earlier than it was this month. I'll try not to screw it up this time. <laughs> Just <laughs> no, so I have your sound effect. What? <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> I'll tell you. All right, guys. <laughs> Join us on Patreon if you're interested in that. It only costs you $4. We'll catch you guys next month, and y'all have a good one. Bye. Bye bye.